Calvin Harris on Radio 3 and outside. 14 minutes past 10 o'clock, Thursday morning. Oh, my goodness. I was just about to say, if you, uh, if you see a shambling, Sorry. smelly heap yeah, on the, in a gutter somewhere, that'll be Steve Vines. <laughs> Sorry, I've got... But there's, 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 a, up the road. there's, there's a shambling, the smelly name, heap in the studio. <laughs> I don't know the names of any of them. Have a seat, Mr Vines. It's always lovely to see you, the late Steve I Vines. I can't say the same. Mm. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? I'm all right. What's today's drama? I think we might start with this Hong Kong U shambles. I know what I want to end on, though. Oh, yeah. Don't go to the Putin saying that Seth Blatter ought to have a Nobel Prize. That's good. That's Let's good. end on that. How to win? Well, I think the coolest thing about the Hong Kong U thing is that the fellow decided to teach Hong Kong kids how to be an Italian football player. <laughs> Scorchio. Scorchio. Yes. Would you, Adam and Eve? It? Would you? An Would academic you? meeting. You've got a, a brigade of co- brigade of getting, coppers up there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, come what on then. The, yeah. What do you reckon? Well, about that. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. You're really discombobulated, aren't you? I, Did I, you get I, caught in a traffic jam? I or got something? caught in an enormous traffic jam, and I, I apologise all round. I hope you've written to your MP. I, several. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think um, the situation at Hong Kong U is going from bad to awful, uh, possibly in that order. You have a. Shall we try and disentangle it? Go on. You have the appointment which had been recommended by the usual channels, which I believe is what, what they call them, yep. of Johannes Chan to be the pro-vice-chancellor of... Um, not the A, there's more than one, pro-vice-chancellors of Hong Kong University. This is a man of extremely high academic reputation who'd built up the law faculty into being Asia's leading law faculty. So, I mean, there isn't much question over his credentials, which is presumably why he was recommended for the post. Then they suddenly discovered, and this is where things get very, very murky indeed, that on the one hand, um, uh, the the appointment couldn't be made because his deputy had to be appointed before the supervisory post. And then somebody else had to be appointed. And then because it was Tuesday and it wasn't Wednesday, and then it was raining. I mean, you know, it was raining that day. It was raining that day. So, I mean, I understand the problem, etc., etc. What really is happening, and and if there's a shadow of doubt about this, it must be only among those who've got such terrible myopia that they can't even see in front of their faces, is that clearly the chief executive stepped in. Um, James Teen is now saying not only did he step in... No, no, but he's saying not only did he step in, but, but, but that when he stepped in, he couldn't actually persuade enough council members to block the appointment, so he had to go to the liaison office to get them to make some calls and put the heavy arm on members of the university council to block this appointment. Well, guess what? Yeah. The students, former members of the um, university community and current members of the university community, are very upset with this. Not purely because it's Johannes Chan, because after all, his main sin seems to be his association with Benny Tai, a leader of the Occupy movement. It's not even him himself. What 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 CY doesn't like is the fact that he's associated with Benny Tai. Then you have um, the appointment to the council, and this is a great way of, of getting people upset. Of Arthur Lee, a well-known uh, thug, 
who, who uh, in academic circles, yeah, so of course, he's a, thug. He's, he's a thug with a pen, which is quite different from a thug with uh, any other kind of implement, who comes onto the council. And of course, as soon as he sits down, starts saying, oh, you know, students are a disgrace. They should be, oh, this is a disgrace. That's a disgrace. Um, you know, I mean, it wasn't an accident. Everybody knew how that man was going to behave. And he did. Now you come to yet another deferred meeting and the students so-called invaded it. Well, they did. I mean, uh, not justifying that. But what follows disintegrates from farce into chaos. First of all, one of the cardinal rules of Hong Kong and other campuses is that you do not have large numbers of policemen mobilised on those campuses. I mean, I happen to be on campuses a lot in universities, and I know for a fact that they have very strict rules about the entry of policemen onto the campuses. One university I know has a head of security who won't even let policemen come onto the campus oh. until he's been personally notified. I bet he's a, popular. Well... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. He was not. an ex-army no. guy, actually. It's no. interesting. Um, but the fact of the matter is it's sensitive because everybody knows the history of policemen and campuses. And one of well, the, the things, most of them haven't seen one. Well, <laughs> I'm not going that far. Actually, quite a lot of policemen do have degrees these days. It's all very interesting. But anyway, that's not that. It's that, that you know, there is this history, and, and particularly, of course, there's a history known in China where policemen come onto the campus and they institute a new kind of academic freedom at the end of a truncheon. So there's a folk and collective memory of this, and people say... We're not going to have that in Hong Kong. Hong Kong isn't the sort of place where order is uh, maintained on the campuses, not by rational argument, but by policemen. You have, in this case, policemen arriving before the meeting. This is before anything happens, in very large numbers, with riot gear. And a lot of the students said, well, hang about, hang about, what is going on it's here? It's fresh as week, isn't it? So, so this is already a problem. Yeah question of university autonomy then you have the problem of what happened at the meeting and and um uh, doc, doctor doctor what's his name law who 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 apparently um um has been watching too much italian football exactly <laughs> and decided that somebody had kicked him well the problem nowadays is everybody's got videos oh yeah or, or apparently you can get them in cameras who knew that yeah and so there's, there's, there's video yeah, records of him not being touched by anybody whatsoever. It was only like, collapsing on the ground. It was more like the end of The Wizard of Oz. I'm melting, I'm melting. Well, uh, I mean, if, you, if you've been watching the interweb these days, you'll know it's gone viral and people have been posting versions of this. Oh, there's some this. crackers up there. There are some wonderful things. I, I suggest anybody who... Uh, Who's, who's short of a couple of minutes to spare will we'll use it doing this. Well, but, I mean, the fact of the matter is that it seems as though the script was written in advance. Oh, yeah. We will have riot police there, somebody will get injured, and we can then say that what we're trying to do at this university is restore order. Now, if you write that script in advance, you've always got some idiot students who will oblige and sort of add to the story. They were fantastic. But on the whole... In this particular case, the, the injured party, um, <clears throat> I don't want to prejudge anything, but, you know, us usually when you're injured, and oh, he's filed a police complaint now, uh, somebody has to actually assault you. But, you know, if you assault yourself, well... Well, as is that. the case, it wasn't just a, a plethora of cops that turned up. There was the obligatory sort of pro-government types, except they didn't quite get the casting right this time, because it's a university, it's the bright young things. Yes. They send up a bunch of toothless, you know... Yes. 
blue ribbon bus uncles. Yes, yes. I think I saw those outside RTHK recently as no, well. No, 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 they, they, they work here. <laughs> That's so easy to make that mistake. But, you know, I mean, there is obviously a, a pro-government renter crowd who, who, who come along and they, and they all get shipped in. What I like about that pro-government renter crowd is, is they all get shipped in in, in, in privately chartered buses. But the, the very big thing is that, that, that not only are, is um, some sort of um, financial compensation available, but I do allegedly. like the fact that they... Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly, it's 250 I bucks for a gig like that. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know anything about that. But no, what I really like is the lunchboxes, the compulsory lunchboxes that have to be provided. I mean, this is an army that marches on its stomach. You're both got to eat. Uh, yeah, they sure do. But I like that. So, I mean, they're, they're well provided for. And, and you know, I'm, uh, we, we live in a society where people, particularly elderly people, can be very poor indeed. And anything that helps them out, I'm all in favour of. Fair play. I'm pretty old Get myself. Get stuck in and eat. <laughs> and eat, yes. <laughs> where does this leave us, though? Well, I think where this leaves us is in a very dangerous p- place. Because what you have now is almost a declaration of war by the chief executive on anybody. Have we got this wrong, Steve? Is it one of those, like, there's something we're missing here? Well, no, but let let me just finish that thought. It's Mm. a declaration of war in as much as he seems to have dug himself into a trench and says that anybody who peeks over the trench is an enemy. And therefore, it doesn't matter if they're in LegCo, it doesn't matter if they're in a university, it doesn't matter if they're in a particular media organisation, they have to be punished. Now, Johannes Chan who, incidentally, of course he's a pro-Democrat, but he's not exactly he's a lawyer. the most... He's a lawyer. Nobody's perfect. So, I mean, there, there is that. <laughs> yeah, there is that. And, you know, hey, I don't come all the way from Saikung here on, to a, be nice on, about on a wet Thursday morning <laughs> to be nice about lawyers. But the fact of the matter is that, that he's on the wrong side of the fence as far as the chief executive's concerned, and he wants him punished. He wants, wherever he can, these people to be punished. He doesn't want a dialogue. That we know. He doesn't want the idea that there is such a thing as legitimate opposition. And what's, what I love about this is that in the communist press, the day after this meeting, they start talking about cultural revolution behaviour. Now, wait a minute. Hang cultural on a minute. revolution? Ah, that's right. That was something fermented from within the Chinese Communist Party. These newspapers are controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. They've obviously got expertise in these matters. You know what cracks me up here is the fear and paranoia. It's a university. There are a bunch it's of a students, for no, goodness but, but sake. The point, well, students and politics are, are an explosive mix. It's not just in Hong Kong. But, I mean, it's interesting. The communist press now is getting more and more hysterical. They've just discovered that Joshua Wong, the leader of scholarism... Is a girl. ...is, <laughs> is, a, is a CIA stooge. And, and, and they, they've He's concocted this amazing story about... Chelsea. How he went to Hong? No, no. How he went to Macau with his parents and stayed in an American-owned hotel. I say, um, which is about as much proof as you may need of CIA-controlled Joshua. Apparently, the only problem with that is he didn't make the trip. But other than that, the story is entirely correct. Who cares about that? And apparently, on an occasion, both he and his parents met a former consul general from the United States. Yeah. Now, I mean, if, isn't that, if that isn't slam-dunk proven <laughs> case, I don't know what is. But what's interesting is, now, the, the kind of level of hysteria on that side of the fence is mounting to such an extent that if you don't like someone, it's not good enough to say you disagree with them. 
It's not good enough that you bar them from jobs. You actually have to concoct these stories of them being foreign agents. Stuff like that has been going on all over Asia for eons. I mean, discrediting yeah. somebody. Let's just look at a really serious case, Anwar Ibrahim. Yes. Don't just, yes. Don't, don't just fire the guy. Get him for sodomy. Yes. Because oh, yes. that totally well, discredits and, him. And we know what's happening in Malaysia now, you know. Where, exactly. So it's a tried and tested. a major government scandal, and, and the government has acted very promptly um, by closing down the newspaper that broke the story. Yeah, so, because you know, they can. I mean, this is, this, is, this, 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 is, uh, this is how things are done. So people in Hong Kong are saying, you know, we have a high degree of liberty. I saw some wimpish little piece in one of the papers today going, oh, blah, 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 one hand, one on the other, you know, Hong Kong, high degree of autonomy, of autonomy in universities, blah, 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 shouldn't worry. No, no, we should worry. These are things worth preserving. It's not a case of complacency. Mm. It certainly isn't a case where you should say, oh, well, just because... Not just because, because, take out the word just, Hong Kong universities have a high academic reputation, have a degree of autonomy, have freedom of speech. You sit there and you don't fight it when it's undermined. Now, this is what's happening in Hong Kong U. And there is an enormous mobilization to fight it. And I I, I really do support it because I think these are freedoms that must be preserved. Are we talking about a sledgehammer to crack a walnut here? Look at it. The, you, you talked about the fuzz. You've talked about. Uh, you think the liaison office intervention. Da 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 da. It's well, like a I massive suppose, reaction. I suppose it. Look, I mean, you have to see it in its full context. This is the backlash and the afterlife of the Occupy movement. Mm. It is very typical for the Communist Party to want to exercise reprisals after. You're next. After. You know what? You're next. And do you know how I know that? Because they're talking about shops like Gucci closing down just to get you. Oh. God, it's not going. It's not going to that extent, is it? We'll be back.